listening to my aimless conversation with Jeff Cosetta, and my guest today is Danny Ferreira, and Danny is one of the strongest and most beautiful, resourceful, and energetic people that I know. And we discuss of our initial meeting at the gym, where I was not a creep while we were working out next to each other. And then Danny talks about her passion for singing, her best friend Jackson, finding her purpose as a fitness instructor, and dealing with the facade, the fallacy, and toxicity of social media. Danny is also incredulous that Dunkin' Donuts no longer carries ham. Like, why, why would you even do that? Like, ham is awesome. Ham, egg, and cheese on a croissant, it's bomb. Anyway, this is one of my favorite conversations because Danny has this vivid light inside of her that just radiates from her. She is a very special person, and I was happy to sit down and chat with her. Lastly, if you could be so kind, please rate, review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Want to be a guest on the show? Follow me and DM me on Twitter or Instagram at jfree82. Okay, done with the plugs. Let's have an aimless conversation with Danny Ferreira. I just think it's appropriate we're recording this on a Wednesday because one of the hashtags you see on social media is Woman Crush Wednesday. And one of my woman crushes happens to be on the podcast right I now. Love that. That's hilarious. <laughs> it's so good. So, so Danny, welcome officially to my aimless conversation. It's going to be kind of unique. Like, like I mentioned a little earlier offline, you did a previous podcast. I, I want to kind of touch upon everything. So whether we have to do maybe two, three parts, we can absolutely do that because it's my show and I can do what I want. Um, but I would like to officially welcome you to the show. Uh, I've known you for a couple of years now, and I'll get into the whole woman crush Wednesday thing and why, why I, I kind of, I guess the terminology, and this is going to make me sound super old and like ancient but uh one of the reasons i simp for you is that is that what the, the, the terminology oh i think that's i think that's a thing yeah yeah so that's, it's, it's gonna i'll tell you I'll, we'll get into that a little bit later uh but i, I want to ask you first and i typically ask this pretty much every time but uh do you remember how you and i first met how we became friends i don't know our first interaction honestly but i for some reason just vividly remember like me being in the back left corner of Planet Fitness at the assisted pull-up machine and having like a really funny conversation there. But I don't know if that was our first. That's, that's exactly, that's, that's how I remember it. So you have a really okay. good memory, good re yeah, recollection. <laughs> and the reason I say that, and I told this on an earlier pod is I, I joined Planet Fitness because my buddy was going through a bad breakup and he's, he's an okay guy. He's a good dude, but he's got like, suspect friends sometimes and there was another dude that was like totally obsessed with you and he was like like super vulgar because I, I, were you ever working there oh yeah I did work there. so he was he was like saying some like stuff like oh that girl behind the desk I'm gonna hook up with her and and I was just like I was just like so like turned off by that like what I think you learned from me is how we kind of like vibe off each other is the fact that I'm like 
you're a human being with feelings. Like, don't go from that. Don't approach from that perspective. You know what I mean? So what I think I said to you is like, hey, there's a dude over here. If he's being super creepy and you ever, and I think I was filming myself too, because I, I was recording oh, yes, my workouts, yes. and which I still do. So check out my Instagram and you can see all my <laughs> stories. I post every day, ad nauseum, a different song. It's crazy. But yeah, this dude was like being like super weird and he was working out right next to me, but my buddy wasn't there to be kind of the buffer. So I know he was like staring you down pretty hard. So I was just like, if you feel uncomfortable, come over here. Like I got your back. Like I hate, like, you know, we're here to work out. Don't get me wrong. I think I've mentioned this to you before. There's tons of attractive women and, and men in there, you know, depending on what your preference is. And I don't think there's anything wrong with looking, but there's a fine line between looking and being like a creep or, or yeah, staring. Yeah, and like making someone uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. Like, and that's the thing I'll, I'll be by, I'll be like, wow, that girl's really like, she's really attractive and she's, oh, she's lifting heavy. That's awesome. And that's the extent of it. And I think like, even to my point, when I comment on your social media, I'm always like, sometimes I'll send you a message in private because it's like, I don't want any of your followers to think I'm being a weirdo. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right, right. So yeah. I'm like, it's it's kind of like that, that fine line where- Everything's taken as a, as creepy nowadays too. Yeah. And, and that, and it's, it's, it's a fine line to walk and we want to walk on eggshells, but, and we can talk about fitness if you want, but I really kind of want to just talk about you in the abstract, because I think you happen to be one of, not if one of the most busiest people I've ever seen in my life. But I, I also think that you have so many different skill sets. Like I, I, and I don't even know where to start. We can talk about the fitness. We can talk about the lifting. We can talk about the coaching, but you're also like dancing. You're also uh, a singer. And then I just saw like, right before we started recording the show, I just saw your, your social media, you set up a hammock and you were watching the sunset. You were in the woods <laughs> doing yoga. Like there's just so many like crazy things that I just absolutely like love that you do and it's just like you're kind of like a jill of all trades like yes they're all kind of in that fitness but it's more like the fitness and you do like a lot of the entertainment and 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 that side of it too and i i absolutely love that like i would love to be able to do that i just i don't have the athleticism i'm getting there with my lifts and stuff and we can talk about that later or even offline because nobody wants to hear about that they want to hear <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I like the entertainment aspect of it. I like being endearing to people. I like making people laugh and smile. And it's kind of funny because you said you remember that first conversation was really funny because again, not for nothing, you, you know, I see you there. And again, I don't know you from a hole in the wall. Obviously you're a very attractive woman. So it's like, I'm not going to be like hitting on you, but I'm like, okay, I'll be that funny guys. Cause I want you to feel comfortable. You know what I mean? I don't right, want to yeah. be so I want you to feel comfortable around me. And it's the same thing when I go in and I record myself. Anytime I see a female in the Smith machine and whatnot, that might be, she might think I might have the camera pointed at her. I go up to her and I say, hey, just to let you know, I'm recording myself. I'm recording my form. Like if there's any problem with that, let me know and I'll wait till you move on or I'll do a different angle or whatever. And they're always like so appreciative of that, you know? Yeah, know. yeah definitely. So I just think, I just think that's just kind of like an interesting facet, but I want to kind of get back to you and let's talk about like, why do you, first of all, have so much damn energy to do like all these different things and of all these little like side gigs you do, what's your favorite thing to do? Let's start off with that. Whoa. Um, okay. So first of all, my energy, people constantly ask me how I have so much energy. Um, well, one, I drink a lot of coffee, <laughs> but two, I mean, I love what I do. I haven't like always had there's a squeaky toy. It's going to just keep happening. Oh, we'll, we'll talk, we'll talk about, we'll talk that's about your boy of, here in a second that's too. part of my life. Yeah. My bubba. Um, but I think that like, 
I don't know. I just genuinely love what I do. I wake up every day and even at like four in the morning. And once I get out of bed, like I'll have a ton of energy. Um, but the people I surround myself around for the most part also like fill my cup and fuel me up. And it hasn't like always been like that, but I just like choose to do things that make me happy and avoid doing the things that are going to like mostly drain my energy. And like, by the end of the day, I'm exhausted. Like I'm, I'm pretty tough. Like I always have like bags under my eyes, but like, I think it's it really just comes down to like passion and doing what you love. And, um, I don't know at 45, um, has changed my life in so many ways. And I feel like allows me to like, really, Oh, backtrack from at 45. I have like crippling ADHD. So that in itself, I've had stupid energy my whole life. I was that kid that had to sit on the spiky ball and like bounce because I could not sit still. I still can't. Like I, I was just saying to my friend today, I'm like, it's probably draining to be around me because I'm always just like, hey, let, like, let me like touch this and do this. And yeah. Or like, let me see if I can like climb this tree, like just stupid stuff like that. So I don't know. I'm just like a nine-year-old boy at heart and that's where the energy is. Um, but anyway, F45 like lets me express, express that energy in a way that I've never really been able to or felt comfortable doing in in any type of environment, but it's almost, it's encouraged there. Like it's, it's awesome. And I think the fact that like, I do feel so myself allows me to just like, it just fuels like energy creates energy and like they're supplying that to me. I'm supplying it back. And it's just, it's truly like beautiful. And, um, ever since I started really expressing my passion within fitness and, um, following those things that do make me feel fulfilled, I've just, been able to have that I don't know well and, and speaking of f45 I still got to get out there because now that uh again we so I should I should have prefaced this before when I was prepping you for this you you can say whatever you want because it's your total it's a total aimless conversation wherever it goes uh, I typically shy away from religion and politics because those are very very uh divisive right. topics uh but you know I do I do you know doctor's orders or doctor's suggestion I I have all my vaccines so after getting vaccinated, I started going back to Planet Fitness because I'm still, you know, in our hometown or my hometown. I don't know if you lived here, if you're from Fall River, but I'm in Somerset now. Still, not now, still. It's been here forever. But I just, it's, I've been going back there and I'm just, ever since COVID hit, like pretty damn consistent. And, and I kind of get that now. I'm starting to like really love what I do as far as lifting and stuff and getting to the gym every morning. Mm -hmm. And the fact that you say that like with F45, one, I still need to get out there. So next time I'm up in Foxborough, I'm going to have to like hit you up and be like, Hey, what, what, what class are you teaching or whatnot? Like, cause I need to get yeah. there and, and have yeah. you kick my ass. Cause I think that would be yeah. awesome. But at the same time, I love the fact that you you're, and I'm not trying to make this like an age thing, but you know, you're, you're early twenties. I'm not going to ask a woman her age, but to have that, like, thought process and just that that demeanor like I'm gonna do what I love I know so many people that are still trying to find that you know in their 20s 30s 40s that still don't have that and I think again not to get all woo woo I think I kind of mentioned it to you too like when you find what you're not destined to do but like your purpose and I think I mentioned that and I've said that to you before you have a purpose where I see the videos I see your energy I see the joy in your face and in your eyes and what you do and I just that really, really warms my heart to see like somebody that 
I've known and grown to become a friend of and just like see this, this young woman just start like killing it and finding what she loves and doing that. And again, that energy is great. And I, I have the same thing. I'm like, a, I like to describe myself as a little puppy dog, like, uh, you know, oh, squirrel, yeah. squirrel, what, what, <laughs> like my, 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 I'll start doing one thing and then I'll get sidetracked, start doing another thing. And then I'll be like, why didn't I finish this original chore I wanted to do? Because I'm already here. Speaking right. of puppies, let's talk about your puppy. See, this is what we call in the business a segue. This is a segue. Oh, yeah. Let's, a let's speaking talk, of puppies. Yeah. Let's talk that. about Action Jackson. Yes. Um, so he's my best friend. Um, I've had him for almost seven years. Crazy to think that. But yep. Um, he's going to be seven in August. I got him when he was eight weeks old. He's a blue nose pit bull. He's a rescue from Maine and he's just the funniest, um, most charismatic dog I've ever met. He has such a personality. Um, but yeah, like all in all Jackson has like made my life a lot different than it would have been if I didn't, if I didn't have him, he kept, he's kept me out of a lot of trouble and given me responsibility, like in the best ways, but like also just provided so much unconditional love and at times when like I really needed it and felt like I, I'm as much as an extrovert as I am and how social I am and everything. I love being alone and like self-isolating and like, he's great for when I don't want to let people in, but I should, like I need, when I need comfort or companionship, but like I push people away, like He's just always been there. He's my best friend. I, uh, sorry. No, no, God, please. My mom um, gives me a Christmas present that's Pitbull related every year. And um, last year she gave me, I don't, I think it was a quote. And it said, when I needed a hand, you gave me your paw. And I, I sobbed, like I bawled my eyes out. And I was like, that is so true. And I was just thinking about like all the things that he's kind of helped me just get through. He just gives me such perspective because- He's just so unconditionally just like in love with me and same with him. And he's just like so innocent and pure and unbothered that it's like kind of makes me feel like same. I was going to say that because I, I feel the same. Like I, I years ago, I had a dog. I was a, a whiner rhymer. It was like ice, uh, ice blue eyes, dark gray, like short, short fur, but dark gray. We called him Gandalf the Grey because I'm a huge nerd in Lord of the Rings and all that fun stuff. But I remember I went through like a really, really bad breakup. And I don't know if like dogs have like just like a second sense. And I was like, I was ugly crying. I was like heartbroken, whatever. He just crawled into my lap. This big, big ass dog just sits in my lap and he just like puts his head down on me. And I'm like, this is like, this is the, you know what I mean? It made me cry more. And like, I'm getting, oh yeah, because you're like, I love you so much. But it's like, yeah, that unconditional love, just that bond that you have. Because again, it's, it's like, it's one of those things where, and I'm, I'm painting with a broad brush here, but you know, dogs for the most part, you can like be having like the, the worst day. And I'm not saying you do. And I, I think this is horrible to an extent when people do this, but like you could be having a bad day and snap at your dog and your dog thinks this is my fault. What did I do wrong? Like they, they think you're mad at them when it's just more like you're mad at the world, but they're yeah. so quick to forgive you because you know, they depend on you, but they don't realize what they give back to you. If, if that makes right. sense. But right. I, going going back to Jackson, I have to say one of my favorite things to see, and I haven't seen it lately, so maybe I missed it, or maybe I know you you've moved around a little bit recently. But one of my favorite things to see is when you used to get ham at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh yeah. Uh, so, do you want to know something crazy? Yeah. Dunkin' Donuts 
discontinued ham. What? As a whole, ham. I swear to God. So I'm like, isn't like a, like a ham and cheese, like, isn't that like a It's a staple. Thing? It's a staple of breakfast. So I'm so concerned. So there's this one employee. I actually posted a video this morning of him eating bacon. That was from Duncan. Um, so there's this one employee who every time I go there, like every time I walk in, if he's working, he'll literally just like start making bacon. <laughs> he knows. But yes, Jackson would get ham like two or three times a week um, when Duncan had him. And yeah, when I, it's tough because um the Duncans in Boston don't really have drive throughs So it's like always a little bit weird when I go in and I'm like, can I have ham for my dog? He's not in here, but like, I promise he's in the car. Like, so, um, yeah, it's just, it's weird. But when I was in Bridgewater and in Somerset, then ham all the time. All right. Yeah. So I, I love that though. But I just, again, I just think it's kind of like a cool ritual to see when you like, you know, you're, and you're like, give me your paw, give me both paws. And then it just yeah. you feed them the ham. And I just think that's so adorable. And I just think like, like, that's just such a cool bond. Like, again, it sounds cliche, but you know, a dog is really man's best friend, you know, yeah. in that respect. Like, I just, I just love that. And I, I am happy, or I look forward to the day where I have my own place outside of my apartment that doesn't typically allow pets. They allow cats. And I don't get me wrong. I love cats too, but I'm more of a dog guy than a cat. Oh, guy. me too. Yeah. Um, but it's just, you know, it's one of those things, like if I have like a big backyard one day or something and I'm like, yeah. that's it. I want, I just, I want to get a dog just to like go hiking with or, or, or yeah. whatnot and just, just enjoy the company, you know, cause I, I, you know, physically speaking, we're a lot different, but I think uh, personality wise, you and I are very different. I'm very extroverted. I'll say hi to everybody. I'll be like very high energy when I'm like doing something, same thing that I love to do. But then it's like, when I'm home, I'm just like, I just want to do my own thing. I yeah. put my phone on silent unless it's an emergency. You know, I have those people that, you know, call twice and whatever, like the do not disturb thing. But it's like, it's the same thing. And it's funny because I feel bad. My grandmother is going through all this. She's a very social person too. And I, I call her every Wednesday night just to like check in. And she's, you know, same thing, little Portuguese lady. Oh, when is this damn COVID going to be over? I miss seeing yeah. my friends. And I just tell her, I'm like, Graham, I could, I could be home alone every night you know, for the, for the rest of my life. And it's like, I see my friends, I do my social thing, but then it's like, when it's me time, I just like being oh, yeah, kind of no, isolated. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. But I, I want to talk about that because I also think, and it, I think it's a little bit different for you because you're, you're the, all the different things that you do as far as like the training and, and all the other physical stuff that you do, but you may, you basically said you moved up to Boston so you were in the Somerset area. You went to Bridgewater. Uh, are you still going to school or did you graduate? Um, I still go just like one class a semester due to some like many lists of reasons. I'm not in class right in school right now, um, but I only have four classes until I finish. So I got to finish um, doing summer. I'll be graduated in December, but this is literally my sixth year of school. But I've um, been super blessed, honestly, to just get so many like opportunities that really benefit me and that I love so much. And um, I've been able to like focus on those and do well in that. And so um, I've just been taking school slowly and I uh, don't learn. Well, I'm, I'm a great learner, but I don't do well online whatsoever. Um, I, get very that. Much, I need discussion and everything in person. And uh, 
So I've just been doing it really slow since, since COVID. Same thing with me for my job. Sometimes they'll be like, Oh, you need to learn this. Here's the documents on that. I'm like, I can't learn that way. I can't read it and like comprehend. I need to like no. you to show it to me. And then I have to ask questions and then right. I have to like figure that out. Right. Yeah. Um, I, need to, like, talk through it. I was going to say though, the reason I brought that up is because you went from Somerset area to Bridgewater to like more of a, like a, you know, Boston area, which is like crazy amount of like, I'm sure there's like a night and day difference. So I, I, I guess I want to ask, how do you feel that being introverted and extroverted kind of helps you with making a move like that? Um, because so I feel like a lot of people that need, like, I love people, but because like, I don't need to be around people. Like I love, I love, 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 love my alone time. And I think that that's really important if you're going to make a move in any, any type of way, like, because to be honest, living a little bit over an hour from your family versus living five hours, like there's really not that much of a difference. Like once mm -hmm. you're a certain distance away, like when you're busy, like it's, it's the same, like you're, it's hard to make, make that time. So prefacing that with that, because like, you need to be okay with being alone and not being with people that you're super comfortable with. You got to be like comfortable with yourself and be like comfortable being outside your comfort comfort zone. Um, because it is scary and stuff, but if you know, like you have yourself like at the end of the day, then you're going to be all right. But going like building on that, being extroverted also helps you to meet new people, which will help you feel much more comfortable like in your space so one you got to be uncomfortable for like a couple of months realistically kind of just being like all right like am I gonna figure it out or what and then you join like whatever maybe a gym or something and you start making connections with people and that's why I think it 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 goes well for like someone who has a personality that's similar to mine and, and yeah. that's, that's, that's advice I usually give to when people like, oh, I'm relocating for work. I'm like, find, I mean, it's a little bit different now with COVID, but like find like a class, like, oh, you want to learn Italian cooking, find something right. in that area. Then you're going to find other people that have similar interests to you. Right. And it's something for you to talk about. You guys can bond over whatever, you know? Um, yeah. yeah, I absolutely agree with that. I think that's just, and, and I, a lot of it, I think too, is your personality because you do, like you said, you're very outgoing and, and because you're doing a lot of the training, it almost like forces you to kind of like, I don't want to say perform, but you know what I mean? You have to. Put oh, on, no, it's, it. Yeah, it totally. You know what I mean? So that it's you're very. Um, what's the word? I guess magnetic. You have a very magnetic personality. Like, like I said, I, I just, you know, know you from working out at Planet Fitness. And then we became like followed each other on social media. And then it's just one of those things where now it's I, I get to the point where even though we like haven't grown like up together or like hung out like a super lot, like I feel like really really close to you in a sense that because I can kind of feel your energy and I kind of like vibe with that if that makes sense you know what I yeah. mean like and I'm just like this this woman is just she's so awesome and I just like kind of want to even if if it's on like in one of those outer rings of your orbit I like I just love being part of like that orbit you know what I mean yeah. and, just, yeah, exactly. and, and I also love the fact that you're trying to be a wing woman for me which what we can always get into it <laughs> I saw that when I was like because I think you posted a, a photo and it was you know, it was, it was a little, not risque per se, but it was a little bit more like of an intimate thing. And, but you were talking about how like you feel powerful, being powerful in your skin, in your body, yeah. whatever. And I, I think I just mentioned, and again, I, I like to be very positive. I, I, I 
and this is going to sound super cheesy, but every female that I ever come across and not that males don't need it too, but like, I feel that every female is like, sounds cliche and dumb, but every woman deserves to feel beautiful. Every woman's got something oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely gorgeous about her, whatever her body shape, whatever her age, whatever, whether it's her eyes, her smile, her personality. I just think like every woman deserves to, to feel that. And again, going back to our earlier part, like you just don't cross a certain line. You don't be disrespectful in it. So I think you and I have gotten to the point where I can say something to you. Uh, like I said, uh, there was another one that you posted recently where um, you have a very, you know, uh, nice figure. There's certain things uh, about your body, not to get into it, that are, you know, certain men would find attractive. And I right. said something about your arms instead. And oh, I was like, yeah, so, yeah. You know, everybody, everybody's looking at your butt, but like those arms though. And you were just like, yeah. that's so awesome. And I'm like, of course, because I like mm -hmm. to recognize, I know the work you put in. I know the effort. I know the energy you have. I know yeah. everything you're doing. And I, I like like arms are like one of my favorite things, shoulders and arms on, on women are like some of my favorite things to look at. And I'll, I'll send my buddy a, a photo of like this, this model or whatever, this power lifter. I'm like, wow, she's gorgeous. And he's like, oh, she's too bulky for me. And I said, no, man, those arms, like, you see those <laughs> arms, those shoulders, like, that's sexy. Like, she, that's, she should kill, she could kill someone for me. That's, that's right, hot. right, right, dude. She can like, you know, I don't, I don't need it, but it's, it's nice. To like, and, and that's, <laughs> it's funny because going out to my other side of the, the area of what I do is I almost feel like big brother to a lot of like these women that I'm friends with on all these different social media platforms. And there's a girl, I say girl, she's a young woman. She's 21, 22 that I, one of the things I do is I take Kempo karate and mm -hmm. I do uh, karate on a couple of days a week, like two days a week, but she's like been there since she was like six years old and now she's like 22. So she's been there for like 16 years. And when she used to teach class, I'd always, me being me, Hey, do you want me to walk into your car at the end of class? I don't want anything, you know, cause I'm, I'm concerned. But then I think about it. I'm like, this girl kicks and hits harder than anybody else in this. Right, she doesn't need me. This girl's yeah. a badass. I'm like, so she's like, no, I'm good. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to push the issue. I, I respect that. And I'm, I think about it, I'm like, no, I'd actually need you to protect me or something. Right. Like <laughs> so, and I just, that's just another thing I find endearing about her, but yeah, for you. Um, and I don't know if you want to go into uh, any of the struggles you had going up. I know you kind of talked about that on the other podcast you were on. If you want to go into that, we can go into that. Um, but I know like growing up, you, you had, you know, some difficulties uh, and whatnot. And I, I want to talk to you because uh, one of the things that you mentioned on uh, the other show you did is always, I think you, you mentioned, if I'm not mistaken, or maybe you mentioned it on social media, you were talking about like intermittent fasting and about how that can be used. I, I think maybe it was a post on, oh, on yeah. that about how like certain people with eating disorders could, it, it could like hurt somebody with like, you know, an eating disorder where somebody like me, who's dropping weight, it might work for me, but I also have the opposite relation when it comes to like food where the fact is I just need to stop eating a bunch of junk all the time and make healthier and smarter right. decisions. Right. Um, so I, I did, well, there's a couple of things cause I feel like I post about this stuff in different ways often, but yesterday I shared a post that was saying like someone not eating like a large pizza and fries might be progress for them and their health and fitness journey, but someone eating like a pizza and fries might actually be progress in whatever they're like, they're trying to do. Like if I'm trying to recover from anorexia and like pizza is a fear food or something, then that's, that's progress for me. Whereas if someone else ate that, 
then it would be considered like being a little bit like demolishing to the, to their progress where, so like it's your health and fitness journeys, like look different for everyone. And so like intermittent fasting might be mentally a good idea or a good idea for someone who is trying to lose weight and has a healthy relationship with food as far as they're not too restrictive. Um, because intermittent fasting, like I mentioned this in a video that I posted, but I won't even go really into the science, but I think a big part of the reason that it works in my opinion, I'll reiterate that in my opinion, um, I just think that it mostly works because you are, you consume less calories within a smaller time frame. So like, I feel like it's just common sense. If you were eating for 18 hours, you're going to eat more than you would in 10 hours. So like, to me, that just, that just makes sense. But for someone who's in recovery from an eating disorder or just is like super obsessive about food, you waking up and then not being able to eat for another like four to six hours. And even though you want to is not going to help your mindset or your progress with your health journey. It might help you lose weight, but as far as you're like actually being healthfully and I think like healthy definitely incorporates your mental and emotional health. So it's not going to help you as far as that, if you're trying to recover from something, but it's different strokes for different folks, I guess is like what it comes down to. I think that's very, very interesting just because I wanted to kind of like bring that up in an aspect too, because, you know, I, I mentioned that, you know, for someone in, in their, their early twenties, you've also been through the ringer for a lot of different things that you've gone through. And I, I don't profess to know all of it. And we don't necessarily need to retread on that, but I would like to kind of prod you a little bit or prompt you, I guess, if you were to talk to some other young females that might not be going through the same thing, but I just think that, uh, this is going to be a little long-winded, but I, I, I make the argument all the time. I feel like social media has, it's, it's like any other tool, you know, like a, a car in, you know, is a great tool to get from point A to point B, but somebody that's a little bit crazy or reckless or wants to cause damage, it's the same thing if you want to talk about, and again, I said, I don't get political, but you talk about guns. Some people say, okay, it's a tool to protect yourself, but then you get the other side of the house that might say, oh, I'm going to use this irresponsibly, or I'm going to be you know, a little bit chaotic with, with this weapon. I'm going to treat it as like a toy as opposed to somebody that says, no, this is a last resort or this is what I'm going to need to protect myself and my family. I think social media is also that double-edged sword. I feel like there's yeah, a lot of good that it does in the sense that like, you know, when we had the Boston Marathon bombing, it was getting used to like help locate some of the perpetrators and, and all that fun stuff. But at the same time, and as a bigger picture, I think there's such a toxicity with a lot of people with comments because they almost feel like, hey, I'm behind a keyboard. I have this anonymity where I can just say whatever I want and there's no repercussions and I can just be an asshole for lack of a better term or I can be mean to somebody. And I think that that coupled with the fact that um, you see all these, and, and I'm not lumping you in here with that, so I wanna preface it with this, but you see like these social media influencers being like, look, I have a mansion and I'm riding around in a Lamborghini, oh, yeah. you know, and all that other stuff where it's like, I'm living the life and I'm visiting all these countries where it's like, really, no, like it's 20 of you guys renting a house together. You're all taking pictures there. So I think that kind of like formulates an unhealthy 
mindset for a lot of young people. So I would just say like, from your perspective, what are, what are just some of the things um, do you think that might benefit? Is it kind of maybe getting off social media? Is it maybe like meditating a little bit? Like where, where do you think is a good place to kind of like decompress and like kind of step away and realize like, Hey, this is not what reality is. This is what you're, this is what they're posting that they want you to see. This is, you know, and versus like, Hey, I'm a toxic person who, you know, is going to go on and find a girl that's working out or a dude that's like working out and being like, Hey, you're ugly or you're stupid or you're fat or, or you know, anything like that. Like where, where do you kind of draw, not draw the line, but where do you kind of like, how do you deal with it? Cause I'm sure you've had probably not haters per se. You've probably gotten more like unsolicited dudes in your DMS and stuff like that. If, if that makes sense, like how do you, how do you deal with that? And what advice, I guess, would you give long-windedly to, to young people going through that? Um, so I think a big thing, first of all, is knowing that you have the power to customize your social media and who you follow to, like, wh- whoever you want. To be honest with you, too, as much as I post on social media, like, I hate social media. I, I don't care nearly as much as people think I do about like what I post or about likes, comments or anything like that. Like, I don't even know what like an algorithm is. Never mind what the, what the algorithm is. I don't even know what an algorithm is. So like, (laughs) I, I think a big thing is learning that like, there's so much more to life than, than social media and social media is just, it really is just a highlight reel of everything that you are, have the ability to experience. So like, if you look at your own account and see what you've posted and realize how arbitrary it is and how like fractional it is of, of your entire life, then you try to think about the fact that like everyone is doing that, then you can kind of put it into perspective. Like things that people see are just like a fraction of my life. So it's like, that's probably true for someone else. Um, like I've, even as just as far as like pictures go, people will choose the absolute best picture of them and then edit it. Like 99% of people edit their pictures in some way. So if you just focus on the fact that the people that you see in real life probably don't look exactly like they do on social media, then the people that you're like wanting to be so bad probably don't look like that either. Um, I think that's just a big thing that it's it's hard to get through your head, but I think that's the biggest thing is just realizing that people it's, it's almost like a false advertisement. It's fake news. Like it's, it's fun and you got to treat it as fun. It's more like just like a side activity and not something to like more so live by, but it's a resource. So if you try to look at it more as a resource, like I've learned to do where it's like, I really do learn so much about fitness and anatomy and physiology, but then also about different races and ethnic groups and also different countries in general and world problems and and also cooking and also languages. And, and if you can like learn to use it as like a resource and something maybe educational and fun, that'll help you try to maybe do things you've never done and learn things you've never done then it can be an entirely different experience. Like I, I never even got TikTok because I know how um, just toxic 
the most of the fitness stuff on there is. And um, I just didn't even try to deal with it because I really try to try to do things that are going to benefit me. Um, and that's the thing too. It's like, if you, if you love yourself, then you're going to want to do things that are benefiting you. And if you're looking at something and you don't like the way that it's making you feel physically, then like, you have to know that like a part of self-love is like removing that. So quickly unfollowing someone who makes you second guess, like the way you look or the way your life is or something. It's, there's a difference between being motivated and inspired and being like made feel bad about yourself or your life. Um, so I think that's a big thing is just focusing on how something makes you feel and actually doing something about it as far as like social media goes. Um, as far as like people's comments, um, yeah, like I, I don't know, I get some stupid ones sometimes like ask, like saying, arguing about like fitness, the fitness industry, people, everyone thinks they knows better they know better than the person next to them. Right. And so if I post, I don't ever really post anything that like, um, just had the word in my head and now I can't think of it. It starts with a C. Um, I don't know if I don't ever post anything that like could be really like questioned. Most of my stuff is like, here's a workout. It's not like this is better because of this. And, um, still people will find a way to like comment on it and be like, well, why did you do this this way? And a lot of times I just try to go more of it like, from an educational standpoint, or if it's something ridiculous that they comment, I'll just delete it. I don't care. But also like with DMs, I feel like I have a pretty good sense of humor. And so typically like I'll just respond with either something funny or I won't respond at all, or I'll just respond and be like, wow. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think everything in life, if you go towards it with a more playful and lighthearted attitude, then things are just a lot easier and um, life is just a lot better. <laughs> I love that. Uh, I want to like just pick apart a couple of things you said. I, I love that you said in a lot of social media, it's like a highlight reel. Because yeah. again, it's you're only seeing the people at their best. You're not or the highest, if you will. You're not seeing that they're worst lowest whatever the case might be there um so it's again I, I there's a there's a i forget who the uh the fitness person is but they were talking about like lighting so it shows them with like in a pose and in a certain pose with the way the light hits them and they look like they're ripped as, as all hell and then it shows them okay this is reality with like the light on and it's just like yeah i don't really have that much definition i just look like a normal person and it's to me that's just like it's so telling like you said everybody's using their best picture they're doing touch-ups they're doing editing and then the other side of the house, I love the fact that you're just like, you know, loving yourself and, and just being able to let go and cut out that stuff that's not. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. I really do. I think a lot of people, it takes time to grow into that mindset. And for me, again, not saying big brother vibes, but it, it feels so reassuring for me to, to like to know that you're already at that point for somebody so like youthful, like in the sense that you've, you've already kind of realize like listen i i love myself i'm gonna go through all this and whether good bad or indifferent no matter what as long as i love myself and i i treat myself as my number one priority like all this other stuff is second nature it's like and, and to me my my one of my things that i always say is you can never change necessarily what happens to you 
you can only change how you react to it. So you, things are gonna happen that are out of your control, whether it be comments, whether it be things you see, it's how you internalize it, it's how you take it, you digest it, you, you figure all that out and then try to figure out how you apply it to your life. The last thing I said is you, I wanna to touch upon is you said that you look for like fitness, the world, learning about the world, learning about races and religions and stuff, which I think is great. But then you also said recipes. I'm going to send you a DM here in a second because I made the most bomb chicken teriyaki with green beans and broccoli. Ooh. It's a crock pot recipe. I did it for six Ooh, hours. I just got one for Christmas. There you go. I'll send it to you. Super easy. So, and, and being in uh, Boston, you'll find a lot of some of like the ingredients super easy. Like luckily Stop and Shop has a whole like international section because you have to get like mirin, which is like a Japanese sweet rice. Oh, like, I live in Quincy. So there's a lot of Asian. Yeah. Market. So you, you got that, but I'll, I'll send it, to, I'll send it to you. Um, Cause it was super good about a couple of people are commenting on, it. I actually put the recipe in my post too, so they can swipe and read the recipe, but it's delicious. Mm-hmm. I made like six meals out of it. It was great. Oh, it's amazing. Um, yeah. So that's really good. Like I love, I, again, I love your output and that's, that's one of the things. So I, I kind of, I don't want to bury the lead here earlier on. I mentioned uh, w- uh, woman crush Wednesday and how like, you know, you kind of like fall into that. And I'm not even necessarily saying from a, like a romantic, like attractive standpoint. I mean, obviously, yes. But like my thought with you is like, and again, this is going to be me kissing your ass because I kind of forewarned you a little bit, but I, <laughs> I legitimately, honestly, you can hold a gun to my head. I'll say the same thing. You are one of the just most naturally like beautiful people that I've Thanks. ever met. I'm not even like talking physically. Yes, you're physically attractive. But your personality, your outlook, your sense of humor, your energy, everything about you is just like it radiates this crazy, crazy light that I just I just love. And I love seeing it. And that's why I, I say like, that's why I kind of feel like that kismet when I even though you said like, you know, you, you only put what you want on social media. That's what I see like kind of emanating from you. I see like that light and that brightness and that goodness, for lack of a better term. And I just think like, yes, you're very physically beautiful and pretty and sexy but you're also powerful you're also strong you're also smart and capable and just you're just like like a total package of a person and I'm like so glad that like like I said I'm kind of circling your orbit because I just think you're an amazing human being and I again the nicest thing ever thank you so much yes yeah, yeah, yeah I told you I told you it's gonna, I'm gonna be me kissing your ass for like half the <laughs> podcast but no I just like <laughs> I just absolutely I absolutely adore you and like I said it's just like it was just one of these random things like I'm so glad and this goes back to what you were saying before earlier about being like a little extroverted at the same time like if I hadn't been like hey what's up like you know, if you want to come work out over here, if you're uncomfortable, whatever, and me trying to be silly or goofy or funny or whatever, and having that kind of first initial interaction, we wouldn't have become friends and we wouldn't be where we are now. You know what I mean? So it's, I think that's another, for lack of a better term, lesson for people to learn is sometimes you just need to, and I'm not even saying from a romantic perspective, but I had a buddy of mine on an earlier podcast who is like still single and in his forties. And I'm like, he wants a girlfriend. And I said, well, then you got to put yourself out there. You can't wait for somebody to walk up to you. You know what I mean? Like you can't wait. I have another buddy of mine who I'm not going to mention, but he's like, I just want Hollywood to like discover me. I'm like, nobody's Justin Bieber, buddy. That's like a one in a million thing where somebody finds you on YouTube. You have to grind, you have to hustle, you have to work for it. Like, so I think in a roundabout way, when I see all the work you're putting into, I just, I really want to see like, super awesome big things happen for you i want to say i'm so happy that you 
somewhat found your calling and you're doing what you love and, and you, you enjoy doing it and you have that energy and you have that uh, rewarding life that you live. But I also, just, I can't wait to see how far your star rises, if that makes sense. Like, I just, yeah, I want to see you just like, I, I like six years from now, who knows, to you know, and that's going to be a question, FYI, you might want to think about that. I'm going to ask you, where do you see yourself in 10 years? So, or okay. whatever, we'll, we'll get there a little bit. But um, yeah, I just think that you're just like an amazing human being. And that's why I was so happy. Like once I saw you, uh, and I can't remember the gentleman's name, but I saw you post that you were on that podcast. Yeah, I, almost got, I almost got a little jealous at first. I was like, <laughs> Why doesn't she want to do my podcast? And I realized maybe she doesn't know I have a podcast. Let I me, didn't know. <laughs> let me let me put that out there. So yeah, he had just, reached out to me. Um, my actually one of my good friends, Bree, was on his podcast and was like, "You would love my friend Danny." And then he reached out to me, which was super nice. So that's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, yeah and, and that's why I you're, you're such a good a guest to like talk and chat and just you you're very open. You're very honest. And I like I was saying before we started. I've had interviews and I've talked to people where they've just kind of like answered it and I'm like trying to like pull teeth from them. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, give me more. So I try to ask a lot more open-ended questions. Uh, so that being said, let's, let's talk about what you're doing now. Um, I, we, we talked about your star rising and how you're just like the superstar. Um, let's talk a little bit about like your singing. Cause I, I've heard through the grapevine were you on a singing competition or, or you went to the auditions for like either American Idol or like The Voice? Uh, no, The Voice. Yeah, I made two rounds on The Voice in like 2016. Um, yeah. So, so, you, you, so you were like really young at that point. Not, not, you know, not that you're yeah, not no, young now, definitely you were, really young. I was like, I was 17 or 18 at that point. Um, so very young um still young but yeah so it was it was really cool so there there are three pre-auditions um to you're gonna love this story so there's three pre-auditions to get like on tv um I was still filmed and everything but the reason I was cut was literally they said I lacked confidence and at that point like I, d I was so nervous. I walked into the room with like so many big name producers and stuff. And like I was being filmed and they like had me look a certain way. It was just, it was a lot. It was my first time like singing in front of like big people. And uh, I, I obviously was super nervous. So my voice was shaky, but that like that hurt me deep down. And I was like, that will never happen again. And also I was like, I'm never singing again. I'm never, but <laughs> that's obviously not the case um so we'll get, we'll get there yeah so after throwing a little tantrum um I was like okay that's definitely something I can take from this is like why didn't they think I was confident like I thought I was a confident person like even though I was nervous that just like that hurt um and I don't think anyone would ever say that to me now um and at this point I just really don't like, don't care what people think. And typically like when you go in with that attitude, people are like, she's so herself. Like, I love that. Like I have friends that just don't care either. And like, I really respect that. Um, but yeah, so that was really cool. The first day um, there were 10,000 people that auditioned and only, they only took a thousand if I'm not mistaken or yeah, a thousand, yeah. So it was like, it was pretty cool, I thought. Um, and then I was went to New York 
um, for the next audition and stuff. But yeah, I haven't done a singing competition like that since. Um, maybe I will again. I don't know. Why not? So um, singing is definitely one of your passions. I love singing. I've sang my whole life. Um, I just for a long time, I, I, a mix of self-doubt and also definitely some discouragement from outside sources that were like, it's not realistic or this or that. I've written songs since I was like 12. <laughs> I have one on, I think, my Facebook from literally seventh grade that I wrote. I don't know if I deleted it, but I still remember the words. Um, but yeah, so I've, I've sang for a very long time. I did like show choir in high school and chorus and everything. Um, I, I've never taken singing lessons, but I did take like a voice class in college. Um, and it's always something like my friends know I love every, everybody, but I never really, I post sometimes singing videos, um, but I never really did anything with it until like, I started writing music again, probably like two years ago. And then last year I was like, all right, I'm going to like finish some songs. And then someone who I was seeing, this is probably the only thing that they really encouraged me in, but was <laughs> very, very encouraging with my music and was like, why don't you do anything with this? Like you're actually good. Or I, like, I don't, I don't believe that you like singing because you don't do anything with this. So I'm like, okay, all right. Yeah. Some motivation. And after we broke up, I actually wrote a song pretty much about like my whole experience with myself and like how I was feeling uh, through the breakup and like how it was shaping me to be a better person. And um, I just finished that song and I, this is the first song I've like paid to produce and um, I'm releasing it on my birthday on March 4th. Um, so in like a week, in two days. Um, so yeah. And besides that, there's lots of stuff in the vault that I am, definitely planning on doing stuff with it, it is does cost money to produce songs um so my amazing best friend boyfriend jackson my dog has cost me quite the chunk of money <laughs> in the past two months and so it's kind of put that stuff on the back burner but i did i was able to complete one song which will be released march 4th it's called and on my way well, I was going to say, I was, that was, that's what I was leading up to is I, I was going to say, so on your birthday, you're releasing that. Um, mm -hmm. Where is it going to be released? So if people want to check it out. It'll be on Spotify and Apple music. Okay. Mm -hmm. Make sure when you do that, obviously I'll already be aware of it, but I'll, I'll share the hell out of that and Thank I'll put you, it yeah. out there. Yeah, I'll get that. But I, I've listened to some of your postings. You have a very, very, and even like your speaking voice. And again, it's, me kissing your ass, but it's very sultry. It's very raspy. I love, yeah. you have a really, really good voice, just like a speaking voice. So like your singing voice is when you start belting out and hitting those power notes, I'm, I'm just like, wow, this girl's, this girl, what can't this, this female do? You know what I mean? Like, and I, I absolutely love oh, that. Stop. <laughs> but no, like, I think, I think it's going to be so good uh like i think it's 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 something whether it, like you know if it's just like a passion project or it's something you want to pursue i think you definitely now with the um i don't, I don't know just like the 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 courage and just like your your demeanor now your confidence level i think it's going to be night and day like if that's something you want to go through i think you're going to do awesome and you know not for for whatever part i can play like and help out you let me know and i, I got your back and i'll 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 help you uh share that but um 
that's awesome. I did want to ask, like, who are your musical influences? Like, who who's somebody that, what's your go-to for musical influences? And then si second question, you're doing, I pluck you out of thin air. I put you in front of a karaoke bar. What's your go-to song? So let's talk about <laughs> musical influences okay, so and then karaoke. I don't know if I have one. Ooh, I think lately... I've just been loving Love on the Brain by Rihanna when I go to karaoke. I've just, for some reason, my best friend Susie told me to sing that one time. And now I'm like, everybody just loves it. Everyone is belting it and it's great. But besides that, anything, Amy Winehouse or Alicia Keys, um, those are my girls. So typically, like if I'm doing karaoke, it'd be an Amy Winehouse song or something random because usually these drunk people after I sing one song will come up to me like can you sing this or this and this so it's like usually a random a random song after they that. want an encore they want an encore I love oh, I that. take it as a huge compliment yeah. Oh, yeah um but for musical influence Amy Winehouse is definitely a, a huge one I really respect her vocal twang and um her style and um her her realness within like her words um also gotta give it to Demi Lovato I think she's super underrated um I think she's genuinely like one of the most amazing people we have very similar stories um and so I felt a true connection with her but she's also just like incredibly talented um and so definitely her but yeah as far as like voices go like just to name a few that I like, like Alicia Keys, Adele. Um, I don't know if you know, like modern day, like Jessie Reyes is, she's amazing. That, that's um, basically you just calling me old. So thank you. I don't know. No, if you know I just, okay. no I she's, no, she's, I just feel like a lot of people don't really know about her. Um, Cause she is kind of like low key, but she's has so much swag. Um, so like SZA, her, mm -hmm. H-E-R. Um, but yeah, so a lot of just like, I think those are all very like powerful women. A lot of their songs are more like a, like a fuck you song. And I think that that's more my vibe <laughs> as well. Um, it's an anthem and, about girl power. And I love that. Right. Um, but also I think they, every single one of the, the, like those women specifically and all many more that I can't like list or think of just have like something like incredibly unique about like their voice. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, by the way, before we continue on, I, I don't know if you can read my shirt. Uh, I actually, I was going to comment on it and then I like forgot about it, but thank you. For yeah, no. So I have a, I have a friend of mine. You probably went, she's a teacher at the Somerset high school. You, so you probably had her. She, her name is Danielle. She's a physics teacher there. Um, okay. And we've become, we I got set up with her years ago on a date. We dated for a little bit didn't work out but I'm one of those guys and it's good bad or indifferent like we had such a cool bond that we became like right. friends and this is like when she makes a shirt every year like her students make like they do like a saying so this is the one that she had for one year and she just gave me a shirt so every time like I hang out with her we go out to dinner I have to wear this I'm like that yeah, is Danielle makes me wear this so, you know she forces <laughs> me to wear it like so it's just a cool deal but uh to wrap it up as we're kind of winding down I want to kind of get it's this is a question that you typically get like in a job interview what's your five-year plan what's your 10-year plan but 
in, in a perfect world, where do you see your life heading? We don't really have to do five or 10 years, but where do you want to, where does that growth want to come? As your star continues to rise, what are some of the goals that you want to accomplish over the next couple of years, months, decades, whatever else it might be? All right. So in a couple different aspects. So within singing, I would love to actually be able to have like albums released like on Spotify. Um, I don't know if I would ever want it. Not that I would even be like famous, but I, I don't even think I'd want to be um, for a lot of reasons, but it'd be really cool to have people know my music. I think that's really cool. Um, Cause I do put a lot of like authenticity and like emotion into stuff that I've written and I do love singing and I think it's cool that I'm able to even share that with people in the slightest so that would be really cool um business wise so I just got an amazing promotion at work um I just accepted last week and so within the next three months I'm going to be doing a ton of work in order to get ready for an F45 gym that's opening um, in the South Shore that I'm going to be the studio director for. So, within the congratulations, that's Thank awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, no, I've this is like literally a dream. Um, I get to hire like five of my own trainers, train them to be F45 trainers, figure out how to be a manager and a head trainer. Um, just you know learn the ins and outs of business what people like what they don't like get call like thousands of people a week get them to be like beg them not even ask them to come and try it out and join um so I'm just really 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 looking forward to this period of growth I know it's gonna I'm gonna probably be a little overwhelmed but the stability I'll gain from this is just ridiculous I've my life has been so here there and everywhere for like two years as I'm trying to just get my name out there and so I can get an opportunity like this. Um, and so I'm just, I'm incredibly grateful and just like so excited, a little nervous, but just, just so happy um, to be able to have this opportunity and gain this knowledge and experience. So um, once I'm ready to move on, um, I definitely, I don't want to live in Massachusetts at all. <laughs> I've never really wanted to stay here. So once I get my experience and I feel like I'm comfortable like moving on with whatever um I want to own a wellness center that offers one-on-one and one fitness and one-on-one and one therapy uh, sorry one-on-one in group fitness and one-on-one in group therapy um so I really want to be able to incorporate my psychology degree um in into that and offer more therapy and I think group therapy is a big thing and to have that at a wellness center that you also work out at I think is really cool because I think that 99% of fitness is mental and it's just crazy to me that something like this doesn't already exist um so I would love to be able to create that probably within like the next 10 years realistically but um that's that's just a huge goal of mine and that's where my company or my business magnitude five that I sent you the website for, um, that's where this comes into play. Magnitude five is something like I've been manifesting for a really long time, but, uh, magnitude five name came after an earthquake that I was in the middle of teaching yoga. And there was a magnitude five earthquake in Massachusetts, like two years ago, almost. So, um, I was in the middle of teaching yoga and like, we didn't even feel it. So I was like, oh guys, the vibes were like so high. It was like higher than magnitude five. And I was talking to my mom after, and then I was like, that sounds like a really cool name. And then 
I was just thinking about it and I was like, there really are like five factors of overall wellness. And I think it's physical, mental, emotional, mental. I, I <laughs> it's just said mental twice. It's fine. Physical, it's, mental. it's doubly important. Yeah. Double. I'm like prioritize. So mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, and also social. And my business would touch on all of those things. Like socially, you get the group aspect and group training and group therapy, um, emotional because of the therapy, obviously mental because of just so many things. I think all of those things are intertwined and, um, intellectually you learn stuff. Like I want to offer classes that are like one psych 101 and coping mechanisms and even just nutrition and basics to like introduction to weightlifting. So I want it to be like a one-stop shop for people to have like an all encompassing wellness experience that you like learn and take value from. That's, yeah. that's amazing. That's amazing. And, and I'll touch upon one little thing and then we'll uh, wrap up. But I want to say that you mentioned a little earlier that you've been blessed with this career that you've had and whatnot. And while I think part of that is true and you've had opportunity, don't take away from the fact that you are hustling, you are grinding, you are working, you're putting in the effort. Like, so everything you achieve is well-deserved because I know the work that you're putting in. So don't, don't sell yourself short at that same, at that same point. Yes, it's good that you've had those opportunities and they've presented to yourself, but I don't believe in luck. They said, you know, the luck is uh, when opportunity meets preparation and you're preparing, you're working hard, you're doing all this stuff and this opportunity presented itself. And it's just like a kismet thing. So I'm super happy for you. Um, Thank you for being on the show. If people want to follow you, um, we're going to talk, give them the website again, give them your social media if they want to follow you. And then uh, we'll wrap it up. Yeah, definitely. Um, so on Instagram, I am Danny Ferreira fit underscore um, Ferreira. I can spell it out is F-E-R-R-E-I-R-A. Um, and also I do have my business has a website, Magnitude 5, still finishing up my website, but it's www.magnitude5 with the number five.com. Um, so those are two places you have uh, access to contact me on the website um, and inquire about personal training. If anyone is interested, I specialize in strength and conditioning and mobility. And um, yeah, I just, I'm, I'm here for anything and everything. So I love to connect with different people and just get to know people and um, learn from each other. So yeah. Awesome. And uh, both the website and your social media will be in the show notes for people listening to the podcast if they don't want to type it up while they're listening. Um, You can always reach out to me. I'm at jfree82 on Instagram, Twitter, a bunch of other stuff too, probably TikTok, I don't remember. But um, so you can reach that. And then I have my website, jfreethegeek.com. Looking to change that because, you know, I still have my other podcast too, and we haven't really been doing that so much anymore. Uh, But Danny, thank you. I appreciate it. We'll have to do this again soon. But until next time, folks, I am Jeff Cosetta, and this has been my aimless conversation with Danny Ferreira.